everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Always Influenced, the podcast for the influenced by the influenced. I'm Michaela. And I'm Chelsea. Let's get influenced. Before we really dig in today, we wanted to um, wish Marky and Laura Beverlin good luck and send lots of kind and positive thoughts and prayers to them. Today is their egg retrieval date on their IVF journey. They're in New York City. Yeah, it's today. So today is Monday, October, gosh, what date is it? October 10th. (laughs) I've lost track. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing that today. And then I think, I'm not sure like what the next step is after that. I think after that, if it's, if their egg gets fertilized, then they implant it back in her now i know they said something about they keep checking it they were checking it like every day right i think so yeah and then so then today's the egg retrieval yeah so then they go in and like take all her eggs that they have or have found and then i'm pretty sure they they try and fertilize them right away yeah. We are wishing them the best of luck and sending lots of, like, baby dust that they say. Yes, all the baby <laughs> dust. And just keep them in your thoughts and prayers because this is their fourth IVF journey. And yeah. I can't imagine. I, yeah. Uh, and just, it makes me at a loss of words because, like, all she wants is to be a mom and and all he wants is to be a dad. And I just hope that this works for them. Yeah. Like they're two. I mean, we don't obviously know them personally, but they just seem like two of the nicest, genuine, I don't know, just sweetest people who, I don't know, deserve the world. Yeah, I agree. Um, So yeah, we're thinking about you guys and praying for you and all, all the baby dust. All the baby dust, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of babies, Moo and Macaroons, or Katie Harrell, if you don't know her Instagram handle, she just had her baby shower over the weekend for their baby boy. Yeah, she has a girl, and now she's having a boy, so. It looked so, like, intimate and so cute for, like, the little baby sprinkle. Yeah. I thought it was cool that they had... Like, instead of a photo booth, it was kind of like a giant ring light that they had rented. And it could take basically boomerangs or pictures. And so when she posted a lot of her content from the shower, it was all these cool, like, I don't know if they're gifts. I call them gifts. Yeah, that's what I call them. Okay. That's what I would call them. And basically boomerangs, but she had a lot of those. And then... They were able to just take like some really cool group shots. And I just thought that was such a good idea instead of a normal photo booth to do the the boomerangs. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like I wonder where she even got that from. Or she said she rented it. So. Yeah. And she tagged the company, but I'm not sure if they're only in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wonder if you can purchase one, though, because that would be. That would be fun to have. Yeah, because, like, I have a ring light, but I don't know how to make the gifts and all that. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) But that's such a fun idea. I don't even know where she even thought of that from. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I don't know if she planned her sprinkle or if someone else did, but I thought that was a really cool touch that I haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, you always see. do Do we know? I can't remember. Let's see. It's all blending. Everyone's pregnancies is blending together. I know. There's so many. Okay, so the like photo booth thing is called the Boost Booth. And yeah, it's Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. She has to be due soon. She's popping. She is. She's so cute. December. Yeah. December. Okay. So, so yeah, Maddie Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time to have it now. Because once December hits, you don't you never know. Well, right. actually 
Does it snow over there? I don't think so. That much. I don't think so. It does. I'm used to like in Ohio and it's like who knows if there's going to be 12 feet of snow or just nothing but rain. I know. And it's been cold here the last few days. Yeah. It's been very cold. We went to my nephew's uh, football playoff game yesterday and it was I was freezing the entire time. I'm so glad I brought Remy a beanie. Yeah. I just packed it last second and as soon as we stood outside I'm like yeah this is way too cold. So I brought her one. And meanwhile, I'm like my ears are freezing. <laughs> I wore a sweatshirt, but I didn't have a hoodie. I just put a sweatshirt on. I'm like, this is this is not it. I need a coat. Yeah, we went to the Browns game and I already like Asher brought home a cold from school. And so we've been kind of dealing with that this week. And then I was so nervous to go to the football game because in Arizona, the Cardinals play indoors. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, and I don't so, think I've ever realized that. Yeah, it's like a dome. And the roof, like, the roof opens, but it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. And so I was so nervous because, you know, already having a cold, I was like, I don't want to get, like, pneumonia or whatever. Right. And so we kept checking the weather. And then just the fact that it's on the lake, I was even more nervous. So I wore like a long sleeve shirt underneath my sweatshirt. I brought a jacket to wear on top of that. I wore a beanie. I brought gloves and it didn't end up being too bad because we were in the sun. But I kept my beanie on the whole time. And thank God I did because, yeah, it was windy and those bugs Okay, I've never actually experienced those bugs before, so you're going to have to explain those. Especially people who's never seen them before. Okay, so please hold. Let me take a sip of my drink. It's a long story. (laughs) Big breath. Okay. So I'm just going to assume that most of our listeners are women. So, ladies, if your husband watched the Cleveland Browns game yesterday... They were playing the Chargers. You may or may not have seen a swarm of bugs. I don't know if they came across on TV or not. It was all over the internet. Okay, it was all over the internet? Yeah. Okay. It was like on national. (laughs) Okay. National news. (laughs) We walk into the stadium and it's fine. It was when you like walk down to your seats. It was just a swarm of these bugs. And I was like so caught off guard. And I had never heard of these bugs before. They're called midges. And apparently it's not common for them to come out. So they are just all over the seats because no one had really sat down yet so I'll have to post a picture of of our seats you can just see but they looked like were they dead like already dead like on your seats or were they no they were alive yeah I don't even know they looked like a cross between like a water bug and like a dragonfly like a small dragonfly Weren't they swarming the players, too? I don't know. From where we were sitting, it didn't look like they were really on the field. But maybe it's just because, you know, the players were doing their job and they weren't, like, swatting at them like we all were. (laughs) But if you didn't, if you just stood still for, like, I don't know, maybe five seconds, you were covered in these bugs. Like, you didn't know you had to pack a place water. Yes, <laughs> it was so... One of those, like, electric tennis rackets. That's what I have at home. And, I mean, these bugs, like, they they died pretty easily. Like, you could, like, flick it to try and get it off you, and it was just basically crumble. And they were just landing everywhere, and it was so gross, like... You would stand up to watch a play, and then, like, if you sat back down, your seat was covered, and you sat in there. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so, and every time that I thought, like, okay, they're starting to go away, 
the wind would blow and just blow a new set of them. Oh, God. It was... (laughs) It was so bad. And then when we left the stadium, everyone's backs looked like car windshields, like covered in bugs. It was truly. I'm truly gagging right now. (laughs) I I have no words for it other than like bizarre and absurd. And Zach was like, I haven't seen this, you know, since like. I don't remember what year he said, but there was a playoff game for baseball that was the Indians and the Yankees. It was quite a while ago, but I guess they swarmed one of those games. They swarmed the Yankees pitcher. And like you had said, is that it's been like 15 years since they've been around. Yeah. I mean, that's what I read. Yeah. And so I don't know if you're local to Cleveland. Like, Cleveland specifically, are they, like, only on the lake? See, because... I've been, like, around here, I mean, my whole life in Ohio, and I've never really heard of them before either. Yeah, it was so strange. Or maybe I've seen them, but I don't, I never knew what they were called. They don't bite. They're just annoying. So. Like what made them come out? That's That's the other thing. If they don't ever come out. Right. That's what I don't know. And, you know, I, I could probably research it, but I was just so disgusted. Because... Is it because it was Michaela's first <laughs> I know, right? First Browns game. <laughs> and so on top of all those bugs, the Browns, of course, lost. And so it was just, I much prefer to watch football on TV. Let's just. They were, they were doing so well, though. They were doing so well. And then. And then, and then they just, yeah. And then they weren't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a fun environment though. Like I'd only been to a Cardinals game before, and oh, Browns fans are something else. They are something else. And like I'm a Patriots fan, so when I went to the Cardinals game in Arizona, it was Cardinals Patriots. So you know, I was obviously wearing like my Patriots stuff, but yeah. Yeah, the Browns fans, man, they were, like, they were ruthless. Yeah. Like, they were all for the Browns, and then the Browns lost. And I've never seen fans hate their team so much. Yes. They lost. Yes. <laughs> they will literally stand by them, but as soon as they lose, man. I know, and they were, like, not surprised. And I, was, I asked Zach, I was, like, okay, if they're not surprised, why are they – like cussing out the players saying yes. you should have done this you should have done that but like you have no control over what the coaches and the players do man if they win though like holy crap don't be in Cleveland because yeah <laughs> the fans are also crazy yeah when, when they win well and there was some Guardians players there and so oh, really? they showed them yeah there's uh Tristan McKenzie was there Shane Bieber was there the catcher was there. I can't remember his name. And then the guy that won the game, I think Zach said his name is like Oscar Gonzalez. He was there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so when they showed them, it was the stadium was so loud. And we were nervous that there is going to be a Guardians game yesterday and the Browns game. And then we would have just been stuck in Cleveland. Yeah. But. Was it there, was fun. I don't think there was a Guardians game yesterday. No, was there? there wasn't. No. Yeah, I think they played Saturday. Yeah. But if they had uh, lost on Saturday, there would have been one on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And that would have. Yeah. That would have been awful to be up there. <laughs> yeah. that, And we're going again tonight for the Cavs game. So, yeah. We've been busy. You're in Cleveland a lot this week. Yeah. I know. I said to Zach, am I a local yet? Like, I just feel like I've been everywhere the last yeah. couple weeks. Yeah. We haven't really been anywhere much this week. We did go to, um, like, one of my favorite breweries, Unhitched, in Louisville. And there's not much in that area besides Unhitched <laughs> and um, the Umbrella Alley. I mean, that's definitely worth checking out. It's really cool down there. But... The head chef is on um, 
the seasons of Hell's Kitchen. His food is literally amazing. And I've said it since like day one, since they opened. Gabe yeah. and I have always been fans of their food, of his food. And their beer is great too. So like you can't really find a lot of places where like their beer and their food is really good. Yeah. It's really cool that he like got this opportunity to be on um, Hell's Kitchen. So well deserved. But it's definitely worth going to checking out his food. Like prices yeah. are like prices are I mean great and everything. The serving sizes are good. It's very family friendly. I mean, there's lots of families with babies and everything that go there. Um, I didn't even realize that Hell's Kitchen was still on to be yeah. honest. Yeah. They're doing like a it's like twenty somethings versus like forty somethings this season. Oh, okay. So it's really cool to watch. And he actually just spoiler you want to skip two seconds but spoiler alert he just like recently won not recently i guess because this happened a while ago but um in the last episode he won the last challenge for um wings so that was pretty cool yeah and then he had he made them for this weekend only and they sold out really fast Oh, wow, yeah. Because it was, like, something he's never made before. He has, like, regular ones um, on the menu, but not, like, the style that he made on Hell's Kitchen, so. So, is the restaurant his, or is he just the head chef? He's just the head chef. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's pretty cool. Like, the um, tabletop, the bar top, they have, it's, like, a bowling, it's, like, a bowling alley. It used to be a bowling alley a long time ago. And they repurposed, like, the floor and, like, made it, like, the tabletop for the bar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Super cool. But definitely worth checking out if you're, like, from the area at all. Yeah. Chelsea's really good for breweries. Yeah. And food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give me food. I know. Whenever we go to Cleveland, I'm like, Chelsea, where should we eat? (laughs) Gabe and I always, like, say we're, like, food snobs. Like, especially me. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm saying, like, the food's amazing, please take my word for it. Yeah. I should be a critic. You should. I mean, I think I, that, that should have been my calling. Yeah. <laughs> That's what just you now, do. Just now realizing. <laughs> I digress. I'm pretty sure there's a few others. Yeah. I know there's a few others. I just don't know where they're all at. But I know this season they're promoting the one in Atlantic City. Okay. So. Yeah, I was never sure how that worked. I I don't think I've watched Hell's Kitchen. Zach used to watch it a lot. Yeah. I I really like Guy Fieri. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember <laughs> growing up watching that all the time. Like Guy Fiori, Guy Fietti, Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone um, says his name different. I know. And I only recently started watching him. I think during COVID, my dad got really into the food network and he was like, You guys have to watch Diners, Drive Ins, and Dives. Yeah. <laughs> and That's old. So, so we did. And I, yeah, like, I love Flavortown. Yeah. (laughs) He hits a couple spots in Cleveland, too. Yeah, he does. And at the time that we first started watching it, he was actually in our area in Phoenix doing, like, I guess, like, a pop-up, sort of. He was running out of, we had, like, a Buca de Beppo, and he was running his wing place out of the Buca de Beppo and it was only open on certain days and only delivery and I kept wanting to try it but it was like you had to I think you had to like reserve your delivery oh I'm sure yeah and I was so upset because it was called I think it was called Flavortown but Maybe one day. Yeah, I'm sure you have to, like, order, like, way, way, way in advance. Yeah. So you better hope you still want it by the time. Exactly. (laughs) You get it delivered. (laughs) Kind of switch gears a little bit. 
there was over the weekend a wedding in Houston. And if you follow Dress Up Buttercup or Dee Dee, Jess Hogan or Jess Hogan Crumb is her Instagram handle. Jess yeah. Crumb. Alexa England. Hey Nazarene. And I think it's next with Nita. They were all in Houston for their manager's wedding. And let me tell you, it looked beautiful. Yeah. It was, I believe, Dee Dee said, like, a traditional Indian wedding. Yeah, it seemed very much like a traditional. Yeah, because, so the wedding was, yes, or, so the way that Dee Dee described it was, it was basically a whole weekend full of events. And her and Ted, Jess, and Clayton were invited to Friday, which she said, I believe it's called Mendy. And that seemed like it was kind of just like a a welcome party. Yeah. And then I think there was something on Saturday. And but I believe like traditionally that's only for those that are um in that religion and then sunday it kind of seemed like was their reception yeah so it was like a whole weekend of of events <laughs> yeah and the their manager the bride looked beautiful yeah I can't imagine, like, plan- man, planning. I know. Planning that way. <laughs> it's a whole weekend. It's like a whole affair of things. But you know what? It looked That's flawless, like, though. It really did. It really did. And yeah. that is that is something that I wish that, like, our our traditional, like, I guess, American culture did. Is because when you look at specifically the Indian weddings, they are just so amazing. Like that's on my bucket list. Is, yeah, that's where is to I go. Was thinking like I'm like wow, like they really, they really know how to do weddings. They do. <laughs> For sure, it's, yeah, it's amazing, and I I would just love to experience that and just experience that culture. Even just for, you know, the couple days. Yeah, and, like, the pieces that they get to wear, I don't know, it's just, like, so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. It looked beautiful. So, congratulations to their manager. I I don't want to butcher her name. Sana, S-A-N-A. And her husband, Fayek, F-A-Y-E-Q. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, but yeah. Again, it could be something completely yeah, not even close to that, but but it just looked so beautiful and Dee yeah, shared she shared um their like program for the reception and it was written like a newspaper and it was just so cute. Like the details are just immaculate yeah that's why i'm like man a plan i was just i kept thinking man planning this wedding i know i'm like it was so worth it though look how like flawless everything just turned out so congratulations goes yeah congratulations to the bride and groom and speaking of dd our girl dress up buttercup we have told you guys like that we're following her for her announcements on her spooky walk or her her breast cancer walk so this is her third annual spooky walk and the two o's and spooky are always like boobies yeah um for breast cancer and so she just announced that it's october 29th it's in Houston, and it'll be around 8.30 in the morning. 
she said that, you know, last year they had Kendra Scott give away necklaces to the first hundred or couple hundred ladies that were there. And this year will be kind of similar with, um, you know, similar giveaways and, and all that. But she said that this year they're working with a local charity that gives to families going through cancer um, and that the tickets will go on sale tomorrow, which is Tuesday, October 11th at 8 p.m. I assume that's Texas time. Yeah. Um, and it's $15 per adult. And that all goes to that local charity. Do we know if there's like a, how many tickets are available or I, I don't know. She, she didn't said. say yeah, how many are available. Said. Yeah. Just that it's okay. limited. Um, but kids are free. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. So October 29th, if you're in the Houston area or if you want to travel to the Houston area is the walk and to actually participate in the walk, you do need a ticket. And again, those go on sale tomorrow, which is Tuesday, October 11th at 8 p.m. $15 per adult and kids are free. She did say, you know, if you can't participate in the walk, you're not local or whatever, um, they will still be, there will still be lots of ways to participate in the raising of money through online because that's so, you know, easy to raise money online. So follow Dee Dee for that information. She said she'll be posting more throughout the week. Yeah. And I love that you can still participate even though you're not local. So. Yeah. I was glad that I saw that this morning. That she had posted that. Because I know we were we were just talking about like when is when it yeah, is she's kind of like started she started talking about it like here mm-hmm. and there because i know oh also um her like shark tank people are all gonna be there oh yeah um she posted like i don't know if you saw her stories probably within the last week i think she showed like the um i think basically like the finalist for Oh, what is her thing? Like, what is her and Ted's thing called? Build Up Buttercup. Build Up Buttercup, yeah. Um, So they're all going to be there. There's lots and lots of good good ideas. So I love that they're all going to be there and getting to, like, you know, talk about their business. I think they're going to have all their stuff there, too. So, yeah. And if you follow Nazreen... She, I know she's going to be participating in the walk as well. Yeah. Um, she is a blogger. I, I think she's also in the Houston area and she just went through her battle with breast cancer. Yeah. So she'll be there with Dee Dee as well. And if you're going, if you end up getting tickets, let us know. And, you know, when you post pictures, tag us in it. So we could share. We love to see where all the different events that our followers and listeners go to. It's really cool when you tag us, too. And if you guys ever meet anyone or any, like, tag us, too. Like, yeah, you can share because that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All of you guys in Texas, you have a much, a much greater chance of running into an influencer. (laughs) I know. I always say I want to move to Texas basically for reason. Yeah. And again, Texas, Danny Austin, she, this one really, like, just, it kind of got me in a weird way because I used to be a teacher, but she just had an event that she did for teachers where basically she just took them to get their nails done just to relax and have some time to themselves, not grading papers, not, you know, communicating with other teachers or parents or students. And on her stories, she had them each say, you know, what would you tell a new teacher or whatever? And just some of them, like, I felt so in my core. And even 
even though like they were for new teachers, their pieces of advice, so many of them could be for new parents too. And so it was just, I guess I never realized how much being a parent and a teacher like crosses over. Oh yeah. Because when you're a teacher, I feel like, I feel like sometimes you see them, you see these kids more than yeah, their parents get to see them because you're with them, you know, five out of seven days for eight hours a day. Yeah. Um, so. And like, I always knew that I saw my kids and, you know, I called them, I called them my kids, but I always knew that I saw them more than their parents did, but it never really clicked that, like, the advice that you get as a teacher is the same that you get as a mom. You know, take time for yourself. Know that you are always doing, like, you're doing your best. And there was one teacher that said every morning she wakes up and just prays and wishes that she is who her kids need her to be that day. And that one just really got to me because I feel that as a mom with Asher yeah, is, you know, I'm not going to be perfect every day, but as long as I can be what he needs me to be for that day, then I think I'm doing okay. I need that like running, like written on my hand. Yeah. Like to look at like every single day. Yeah. That's a tattoo. Yeah, I know. And I just thought that that was really cool that she did that. And I always think that sometimes teachers get overlooked. And especially in today's world of education, you know, when COVID hit, I had just gone to my third trimester. And so virtual teaching was basically not a thing before COVID. And so I was in my third trimester, like trying to figure it out. And I had planned not to return before COVID happened. But that really like nailed it in for me that I was not going to return. And so just bless all the teachers that are teaching in today's world, because it was hard before all of this. And, you know, this might be an unpopular opinion, but as a teacher, it just felt like the last few years after 2020, a lot of parents either appreciated teachers even more because their kids were home with them so long, you know, every day they were trying to teach them and do their work. And so they finally saw like what it was like to be a yeah, teacher. Yeah, a whole new like gratitude. Or there was people that were like, oh, this is easy. Like, why do teachers want more money? Why do teachers think that, you know, like their shit doesn't stink? But, and it's those ones that I like have a problem with. But <laughs> just appreciate your teachers, please. <laughs> That's yeah. all I ask. I think people forget to that, like, they're humans with feelings too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think we could take that advice in general. Yes. Um, with anyone, just like even like when all of the influencers like they'll talk about like someone posting like a rude comment or a rude message to them or something, and they're like, "We don't try to let it bother us," but yeah, I don't know think before you speak I guess right right so I am taking some real estate classes if you don't know if you like are a new listener I'm the personal assistant for a realtor um and so I'm just slowly like starting to get into getting my real estate license I'm only in my first class but they so I've always been big advocate for the golden rule like treat others the way that you want to be treated yeah and in one of my lessons that I just had for my class it was saying how in real estate like as a realtor the golden rule is like your lifeline and I I was sitting there and I was 
so confused. Like, as a real estate agent, how is the golden rule your lifeline? And it was saying that because, you know, as a real estate agent, you are sometimes put into some situations that could get you in trouble. You know, people want you to be sketchy or they want a good deal. They want you to do this under the table or that under the table. And so it was just saying how the golden rule is always going to lead you basically to like the right moral answer. If you treat others the way that you wanted to be treated, then, you know, it'll lead you to the right answer. And it got me thinking of like, I always thought that the golden rule was was important and I always lived by it but I never realized that it does spread into so many other parts of life and so many other careers and then I was thinking like as an influencer I feel that is probably the most important thing that these women have to deal with yeah is okay this person is leaving me a snotty rude comment but I just have to ignore it because that's not who I am and I think that that sometimes is harder than just you know basically saying f you yeah wanting to respond and yeah yeah and so I just thought it was interesting that you know I always thought as a teacher that of course I have to like live by that rule I never thought that it reached so far into opposite directions of, you know, real estate, influencers, even Zach, who, who does business, like finance stuff. It just, I don't know, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah. And then just talking about how, you know, they get those nasty comments made me think of that. Yeah. It was just like, it was almost with the same thing, um... I did retail management for a long time. Yeah. And a lot of the things I had to deal with weren't the best. Yeah. And especially being a girl, too, um, and being, like, a manager yeah, was really hard at times. Because, like, people, like, first of all, a lot of people didn't take you seriously. And, but it was just hard. So, yeah, that's something that you really had to take and swallow and remember yeah yeah it's interesting and and sometimes it's so much harder than you think it should be yeah but all of the influencers that we see you guys are doing a great job and just know that we're always here to be like a positive outlet and I think that we've kind of been seen as that throughout like the community and we did Tara Newton as our influencer spotlight this week. And she commented and said, you know, thank you. Like, thank you so much for being such a positive light on this space. And that meant so much to us because oh, that's yeah. really what we're trying to do. Yeah, it was nice that, like, I mean, that's basically why we started this whole thing. And yeah. So seeing, like, you know, someone like her that we, like, respect and look up to, you know, so much, um, as well, you know, as well as all the other influencers we follow and stuff, um, have been super encouraging, too, but, um, just, like, seeing that and, like, her recognizing that we are, like, being that, I don't know, just... It goes a long mile for us. Yeah, it really does. It's nice to be recognized for, I guess, like being kind and positive because yeah. there's not a whole lot of that on social media these days. Mm-mm. And we're very genuine with it. Like we are, we're not fake with it at all. Like we truly, you know, and today is, um, I think it's National Mental Health Day. And so, you know, Chelsea and I, like, are really big with that. And, you know, personally, I'm a kind of negative person. But 
I try so hard to be positive for other people that it's almost like, why do I not take my own advice? Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Is and taking so, your own advice on stuff. Yeah. Like to be this positive light for the influencers, I feel like it has, you know, made me more positive in real life too, is like, I'm always so positive about these people that I don't know. And I talk about them in such a positive light to literally everyone I know. I'll just talk yeah. about the influencers in such a positive way. Like, why can I not talk about myself in that way? Or why can I not recognize that I am a good mom, you know? And so, yeah, it's just nice to be recognized for that. Yeah. So shout out to Taryn. Yeah. Thank you Thanks, girl. Making, thank you for making our week. Yeah. Blowing us up a little bit. Yeah. We both had rough weeks for completely different reasons. Yeah. So that was nice to, to see. Yeah. And it's also nice that, you know, we're in October. So the holidays are right around the corner. And Lex Fitzgerald, we, you guys know, we love her. She has been posting lots of deals on her stories. And so if you are starting your holiday shopping, go follow Lex Fitzgerald because she is posting some deals that I say to myself, I didn't know I needed that, but that's such a good deal. And I feel like now's the, I feel like now's the time to do it, especially yeah. because I feel like this is when all the deals happen, but they right. almost like secretly happen. And Lex was like, I... I'm, like, somehow, like, freakishly, like, very, very good at <laughs> finding these deals. Yeah. Um, Because, like I said, I feel like they're almost, like, secret. Because it's, like, you, everyone knows Black Friday. Right. Know, obviously. And all the deals that are happening. Or Prime Day. Yeah. Um, Which is coming up in a couple of days again. They're having another Prime Day event. But there's just, like, some of these sales that, like, you just don't you do not hear a single word about and it's like wow this was like the best deal I've ever seen like in the entire year right um so yeah and go go follow her yeah definitely go follow her and if you haven't like started your holiday shopping I did read something that I can't remember the exact date that it said to basically be done by but how last year everything for shipping was so far behind. I think it's worse this year. Yeah. So I have got one present so far, but I was proud of myself. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, one of our small business Saturdays was Loved Knots. And after so, don't listen to his podcast. I know, after <laughs> don't listen, but. Um, the owner, Courtney, actually, she does my eyebrows, and she she's just the sweetest thing, and her son is, like, a mini influencer. If you if you have a, a boy, a son, go follow Instagram, like, the name Graham, because she dresses him so cute, but mm-hmm. I digress. So, she makes those stuffies. She crochets them. And she had put out that she had a raccoon. And (laughs) long story short, when we first moved into our house, we ended up having a raccoon in our attic. And the only way to get to the attic is through Asher's bedroom closet. And so, you know, we had all these people coming in to remove the raccoon. It came back and we were on vacation. And so we always joke that, like, Asher's roommate was the raccoon. Yeah. And (laughs) we eventually did get him out safely and humanely. But so now, just whenever we see anything with raccoons, like, we get it for Asher. And so when Courtney posted that she had a raccoon, I was like, I need that for Asher for Christmas. You have to. Yeah. And so I just got my eyebrows done, so I, I picked it up, but... It is so, so cute, and they make for such a good gift. If your kid is like mine and like stuffies, she has the softest yarn ever. 
and I'm just really excited to give it to him and support a small business. So yeah, go follow Loved Knots, and she's also on Etsy. So yeah, go give her a follow and get started on your holiday shopping. Yeah, and if you can support like other small businesses, definitely. I've been trying to really like be very like gun ho about that and um making sure like I'm supporting small. Yeah. Um Chloe from Simple Heart Co, she just launched her crew next today. Yeah, they're so, so cute. Yes. So if you use Influence 10, gives you um saves you a couple bucks, so yeah, use that's our first ever code. So if you're a cool mom or know a cool mom. Yes. That will also make a um awesome Christmas present. Yeah, and her ones that she just released are one looks like a snake skin and the other is just says the the cool mom club. So Yeah. They're and really she has cute. some other stuff on there from her other launches still, so Yes. Hurry up and go on there and snag those before they sell out. And give her a follow, too. She just had a baby, and she's still hustling. Oh, yeah. She's hustling. She's a super mom. That's what she, like, she's a super mom. She is a super mom. For sure. Oh, so I I just looked outside, and it reminded me. You know how you and Gabe did those ghosts from Macy Blackwell? Yes. Did you put eyes on yours? Yes. Okay, so we did that over the weekend on like felt Saturday. Did you do felt? Yeah, so I I purchased felt, and Zach went and he like put them all together, and he was waiting for me to do the felt eyes, but it was at night and I just got out of the shower, so I wasn't going outside and getting sick. But they look so scary without eyes. Okay, so ours right now still do not have eyes. And when we got home last night, I truthfully felt afraid. <laughs> like, are they sitting outside? Yeah, so okay. we have them, we have three, and they're. I'll take a picture and I'll post it. I'll try and take it tonight so you guys can see how creepy they look. But I told Zach, I said, we have to cut out these eyes and put them on these because this is what my nightmares are. Yeah. And, okay, this is, this might be a reach, but do you, did you watch the Muppets growing up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you watch? Dave thinks, like, all of those things are so, like, freaky. He's just like, I don't know how you watched any of that stuff growing up. Yeah, Zach doesn't really care for them. He hates anything with puppets. Yeah. And I feel like I've watched so many things with puppets growing up. <laughs> so, okay, so so you have seen the Muppets Christmas movie with, like, Tiny Tim? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know <laughs> the, the ghost that's, like, a child? Yeah. And how, like, creepy she is? Yeah. That's what these look like. <laughs> Are they small? Like, did you make them, like, smaller? like small no we just did like the standard tomato okay. page yeah but just without the eyes they are they are they scary super creepy yeah and zach likes it he's like oh like finally like we have like some scary decoration that <laughs> he said no these need eyes they need to be cute <laughs> yeah i said this was not supposed to be scary <laughs> that was the only way i like i think gabe like agreed to like make these things because they were actually like cute yeah so, and they stayed in our garage for like a few nights. So every time we like backed into the garage, you just saw them like slowly as you backed in. Oh my gosh. Getting yeah. closer and closer. I'm like, yeah, we got to move these outside. Yeah, no, this looks like there are three like terrifying <laughs> spirits outside of our Haunting house. Haunting and... her every like move. Yeah. And I was like, not. Our house is old to begin with, so I was not trying to, like, bring that vibe. Yeah. (laughs) So, yes, if you do the tomato cage ghost that Macy Blackwell posted, just just first, right away, glue the eyes on. Glue the eyes, yeah. (laughs) Because I'll post the picture, and I'm, I'm, like, easily scared. I really am not a fan of Halloween. I much prefer just fall decorations. Yeah. But when Macy shared these, 
I was I told Zach I said okay this is like the one thing that I will do and we have a little like a little skeleton that's sitting on a bale of hay that's it yeah and then we have our pumpkins we have nothing I have some mums I have two mums (laughs) and that's it and then we made the ghost yeah I have four I I wanted to really um I was waiting to post them because I want to do the witch's hats like how um Amber Massey has hers oh yeah across the street from me has those yeah I really want to do those but I feel like by the time I like finally decide to do it to me October 31st yeah November 1st and it'll be too late (laughs) yeah we have four mums that I got in September and when it rained like a couple weeks ago it just destroyed them and then I have pumpkins that we got from the pumpkin patch that our insane squirrels have just destroyed also. Oh, they're ruthless, for sure. They have no chill, but across the street from us, I swear their pumpkins have not even been touched. So I don't know, but they won't eat our squash. They'll only eat our pumpkins, specifically our baby pumpkins and our green pumpkin. Do you have any big pumpkins? Or does your neighbors have big pumpkins? Is that why maybe it's the smaller ones or more there? Maybe. I don't know. Let me. I'm looking up right now. She has like a light orange pumpkin, a white pumpkin, and a green one on top of that. Yeah, they probably look pristine. (laughs) They do. And well, I thought maybe it's because we have more trees in our front than she does. Do you think she sprayed them? You know, like, some people will spray their... Oh, like, they're fake, maybe? No, not that they're fake. I think some people, like, will, like, spray their pumpkins with something, like, so it... They last longer. Oh. Like, so they don't, like, rot. Yeah. I know. Um, I'll have to post those pictures, too. I posted them on my personal one. Yeah. And my dad, like texted me back he's like Michaela just get fake pumpkins <laughs> yeah that's but, just great yeah and Asher's always he sees them and he's like he likes squirrels but he's like oh no the squirrels ate the pumpkins the baby Aww. pumpkins because the, the little baby ones that we got he had picked out yeah and they're just like all over our yard just torn apart <laughs> And he, yeah, he's like, oh, no. You're like, not the aesthetic I was looking for. for I know, but football. I got a good picture, so I guess that's, that's what counts. Yeah. And, yeah, so just for, like, some fall decorations or Halloween decorations, if you guys want some good ideas, like we've mentioned before, follow Macy Blackwell. Hunter Primo also did the pumpkin arch that Macy Blackwell did. Britt Horton did hers, but a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and Sarah Litt and Extra Andy, they did theirs on their elevator. Extra, extra. Yeah. So those are just some, you know, follow recommendations for your fall or Halloween decor. And um, like Chelsea said, Amber Massey, they do some good ones too. Yeah. Um, Britt Fullwood. Is that how you say her handle? Oh, yeah. She has it. She she has so many good um, Halloween, like, decorations, treats, yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, so go follow those lovely ladies. And I almost forgot. If you are a Crystal Horton follower, her collab with, it's Pink Lily, this one, right? Her collab with Pink Lily. She has two, so I want to make sure I was correct. Comes out on Friday. I know. It's I'm I can't wait. Also, you're probably gonna have to be on on the website. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna go through her Instagram again and like kind of pick what I have my eyes on. Oh, I finally but... burned her candle. So like I've been burning it a lot lately. Oh, it smells so and good. Now it's like almost I'm pretty sure it's basically gone. <laughs> like, it's barely lighting anymore because there's, like, nothing left to it. And I'm just yeah. hanging, hanging on for dear life. But I'm like, oh, man, this is sad. Yeah. 
make sure that you follow Pink Lily and Krista Horton. I think she's still doing that giveaway for $200 to Pink Lily. Um, And yeah, that releases on Friday. So make sure that if you want something, you got to get on pretty fast. Yeah. So like I said, I'm probably going to go look at her Instagram and kind of choose what I want. I told myself I'm not going to get anything that is like, the mommy and me for girls because I don't have a girl so I don't want to take away the one for the mom you know yeah but her one that's like the whole family I think it was something plaid oh that was super cute I'm gonna try and get that so we'll see yeah yeah basically you can go ahead of time and like know what you want (laughs) yeah and I'm gonna have to do that for the post too because I I still haven't been able to get anything no every time (laughs) My size is always, like, large, gone right away. But I'm always, like, on it too late. Like, yeah. I used to be really good on um, Maddie Nelson's Shop Tula. Like, I used to be right. But even then, like, you get on that website right at, like, you know, 9 o'clock our time. It's gone. 9.01, it's gone. Yeah. So. And I'm really bad, too. Like, I've just been, I think, with, like, the weather changing and it's getting darker earlier here. If something is after, like, 8 p.m. or later, I'm just not good for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. But... Yeah, I've been getting exhausted by, like, 8, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Like, I'll put Remy to sleep at, like, 7, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. I think about the million things I have to get done before I go to sleep. I know. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Mom life is not for, not for the week. Yeah. We got but, yeah, go. that was – that's all we have. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah. So, like we always end every episode, we just wanted to say thank you for all of your guys' support. And if you like our podcast, please follow or subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Leave us a review. Tell us – Tell us what you love about our podcast. Um, Because, you know, we have lots of, like, star reviews, but, you know, who wants to be our first actual review? Go go be our first one. And follow us on Instagram at alwaysinfluencedpod. And TikTok, too. We're, like, we're slowly learning TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't have it personally, so it's just, like, it's not something I know a whole lot about. Yeah. We know the reels, obviously, but yeah. The TikTok life. I'm trying. And like I'll text my Gen Z sisters and I'm like How old do you feel in that moment? I know. I asked them, I was like, I texted my sister Chloe. She's my youngest sister. I was like, Chloe, how do you find like the trending TikTok challenges? And she was like, You just go on TikTok. I mean, honestly, you can ask my grandmother because she'll be like, yeah, I'm I'm making this tonight or something. She's like, I got it from TikTok. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, she doesn't know how to, like, turn on her camera on her phone, but she knows how to figure TikTok. Like, that's how? funny. How? Yeah. Like, yeah. I follow this guy on TikTok. His name is blah, blah. And then, like, she just goes on and on about TikTok. <laughs> or like she'll like be watching you know the you know the weather on tv for the weather yeah like, she's like i don't know why you have to sit here and like wait for the weather and i'm i'm like you have a smartphone that you can literally it takes two seconds to click on your I phone know. yeah i'll tell you what the weather is or you can literally say hey you know whatever and ask them for the weather update and i'll tell you <laughs> yeah and but she you, can go on no, TikTok. No, that's too, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> She'd rather scroll TikTok all night. That's funny. I love that. I'm like, how how do you manage to do that? <laughs> so she she should run our TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's our TikTok manager. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and if you guys have any other influencers that you want to hear more about, maybe you've noticed we don't follow them or talk about them enough. Yeah, if there's something we missed or something. Yeah. Or you're like, hey, like this 
influencer or bloggers doing this or something right now. Yeah. Um, and also, I just want to note, too, like, um, since it's October still and it's breast cancer awareness, um, if you guys know of any events happening or, um, like, if you're from, like, our area or stuff's happening, like, online, um, please reach out to us. Yes. Because we really want to do something. So... Yes, we do. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was all that we had for you guys today. So, as always, I'm Michaela, And I'm Chelsea.